Hello from the fort. Welcome to Toros in the Middle, the podcast, a place where we sit down with various members of our community to learn about the people that make every space, classrooms to cafeteria, at Spanish Fort Middle School, the amazing place that it is. I'm your host, Jacqueline Richardson. Welcome back to Toros in the Middle, the podcast. You are listening to episode 10. Our guests this week are Lexi Bexley and Erica Cockrell. They are Spanish Fort alums and now are teaching at Spanish Fort Middle School. So today we have on our show two sixth grade teachers who have been sixth grade students and now are sixth grade teachers and we think that is super fun. We want to hear all about it. So welcome to the show. We are so excited to be here. We've been looking forward to this ever since we found out that we were so (laughs) special enough to be on the podcast. I'm very excited. Okay, so we're going to go all the way back to your beginnings of your sixth grade when this building opened. Y'all were the first sixth grade class, so let's talk about that. We were. So when the doors opened um, to the middle school, we were both in sixth grade. I was coming from Rockwell and... Miss Bexley was coming from Spanish Four Elementary. So we first met in homeroom in sixth grade. We had um, science together. Yes, Miss Morton was our teacher, and we her last name's Cockrell, my last name's Bexley. So on the very first day, we were pretty close to each other um, and hit it off right from the very first day. Okay, so then tell us, take us all the way then through high school. So you stayed friends through middle school, through high school. Tell us all the things that you did together. Okay, so, well, it all started out, you know, being in homeroom together. We pretty much had our schedules aligned. So um, we were together all day in sixth grade. And that friendship, I think, was just kind of the foundation for the rest of our years at Spanish Fort. So um, I'll kind of let Miss Bexley talk more about the things that we did together. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. So yeah, like Erica said, or Miss Cockrell, um, we did meet in homeroom and we had choir together. And I know Rockwell had a choir, but Spanish Fort Elementary didn't. So the Rockwell kids like, were a little more advanced. They were. They were, <laughs> they were more trained. They understood the terminology. So I was very much like, please help me understand this. Um, uh, we went through like a lot of the same life phases together, just all the changes, um, getting used to things that we were able to do. Like we got to try out for cheer and Miss Cockrell cheered seventh grade. And then I joined the team in eighth grade. We stayed friends through seventh grade. And um, it was fun to get her on the squad. Yes. So we could spend more time together and showing her I the ropes. softball turned cheerleader. Yes. So <laughs> it was a fun experience. We yes. just really made the most of it. So. For sure. And we, we have our cheer coach, coach or teaches here. And I know Miss Cockrell has her in one of her classes, which is um, a unique thing. And then we cheered through high school together, joined clubs together. And our friend group, we kind of just stayed together all throughout. We still keep in touch and meet up for dinner and things like that. So stayed together all through high school, and then you decided to go to college. And then you went together again to college. I know, because, we're really bad about we're not going to be separate. Lexi to go threatened together. me. No, I'm just kidding. I did. No, I did. It's okay. You can tell them. Um, well, okay. So Lexi had pretty much already had her heart set on going to Southern Miss. Um, And I was actually thinking I would go to the University of Alabama. But whenever it came down to my senior year, um, I just could not 
really stay in the thought of getting so far away from Spanish Fort and just feeling so removed that I wanted to look closer to home. Um, and then, of course, that's whenever Miss Bexley swooped in <laughs> and was like, why don't we look at Southern Miss? So um, I went and visited, and I loved it. So I guess you could say I followed her there. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And so when you got there, you lived together? We did. We lived in Van Hall. Yep. Freshman dorm rooms room together. Four or something like that. Mm-hmm. Those walls are about 12 feet apart, so going both ways. <laughs> they so are. We spent like a lot of time house. together. Yes. But again, our schedules were the same. We were going, we had made our schedule to where we didn't have class too early. I think the earliest was like a 9.45. Mm-hmm. We had to sleep in. Yeah, we were not, our room was like the cave. We had blackout <laughs> curtains. We wanted to stay in bed. Freezing cold. So cold. Miss <laughs> Cockle would turn it, I mean, like I was scared we were going to break the air conditioning. Below 65 degrees. I'll just say that. <laughs> Terrible. Had our winter coats all year long. <laughs> so high school, you were very involved. Um, what did you do to get involved in college to stay We active? both um, decided to join a sorority um, because there were just a lot of different ways to get involved starting there. Um, and also being freshmen, we just wanted to meet people. Um, so we started there and we both took on leadership roles in our sororities, um, which I feel like since we had a lot of the same experiences growing up, we both felt equipped to take on these leadership positions. Um, and it was really cool to see each other um, kind of grow and lead other people at that point because we were so used to being together. Um, but then we were in two different organizations. So this was the each first other. time. Y'all this was were the apart. first split. And did y'all stay living together while you we were? We did. In? Okay. Yeah. Well, just for that first year. Okay. So we went through recruitment together, and if you aren't familiar with the recruitment process, you, I guess, for lack of better words, lose houses throughout the the week. And Eric and I had very similar experiences. And on that last night, where you decide kind of like which one you are going to go with. I actually went to the one that she's in and the one that I'm in and had a very difficult time deciding. I was sitting next to her. She knew that I was going in the other one. So she had to make uh the tough decision to branch out, um, which ultimately... And I did. I left her in the dust. Right. I'm just kidding. It was ultimately great, though, because then we could kind of combine, you know, our friends in each one. and we kind of would make like a form like a mega group where we could all just hang out. And um, so it was fun to still have each other and be able to kind of at that point bring new people into our lives, but still all be able to hang out together. So your majors, was it always education? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's Miss Bexley talking. <laughs> um, definitely always felt a pull to be a teacher. I loved playing school um, as a kid and definitely thought that that was the path I was going to take but then in high school you have all those conversations with your counselors and then obviously your other friends who you know want to have influence on your decision and a lot of times you hear things like you're not going to get paid enough or you're going to have to deal with this or that and it started to kind of weigh on me and I was thinking well I know I want to help people I know I want to be around people what is a way that I can potentially make more money And so um, Southern Miss was where my heart was. I knew that's where I was going. And a big popular major besides education there is nursing. So I started out as a nursing major. I made it through one biology class for nursing majors and came home (laughs) and told Erica. I said, "Um, I'm not doing this. I think I called you, like leaving Mm -hmm. the class. I called her and was like, so I need to go to the School of Education building. Do you know where that is? Because I need to change my major now. (laughs) 
Yeah. And I did it very quickly. It happened very fast into the first few weeks of school. <laughs> um, see, I just knew there's nothing else that I can do. I was just born to be a teacher. Um, and, of course, I knew the same thing about Miss Bexley because we had always kind of talked about that as well. So I was shocked to see her change her major all of a sudden. It was kind of last minute to nursing. Um, so whenever she called me and said, I'm going to switch to, I need to switch to elementary education right now. Um, I was thinking, uh-huh, I knew it. I told her so, you know, but I, of course I never said anything because I had to inc- be encouraging at the time. But I knew that that was where she was supposed to be. So I was just glad to know that once again, we would have each other to support um, and encourage one another throughout the rest of our school. And so all school was elementary education. So you spent your whole um, four years practicing, observing, student teaching in elementary. And then you came to the job fair and we recruited you hard <laughs> because we wanted you so badly. So tell us what it felt like to say, oh, maybe I'll do middle school instead of second grade. <laughs> I know. Well, I think my first initial thought was like, I don't know how to talk. How do you talk to a sixth grader? What do they look like? How, you know, I mean, I just, yes. at that point, it was just a lack of, I have not been in sixth grade for so long. Um, so what is it even like now? Um, and that was kind of what my first thought process was. Um, also just scared that they were going to be bigger than me. And I'm like, I'm used to looking down at people. This is going to be weird. I think I, I was kind of the same way. Everything that we had done, we were placed in the same schools all throughout um, college as well. So we were seeing the same things. We were in the same grade levels and thinking first that I was going to be, I could potentially be teaching sixth grade, like bigger kids, um, tougher curriculum, a tougher situation where they're changing classes and all of this change that I'm not used to. I was also thinking, oh my goodness, I would be going home like to the school that I went to. I'd be passing teachers in the hallway that taught me. And so all of those things were flowing through my mind. But ultimately, after having the interview and sitting down and talking through um, what that looks like and what it would look like in my classroom, and then knowing that I had so many fond memories from the middle school, um, it just felt like this was the best place for me. And so how does it feel being a student and now you have your own classrooms where you were students and now you're the teachers in there. So what does that feel like? It's very different. Um, It's kind of surreal. I mean, it took a while to just get used to having my own key to the school and having my classroom. (laughs) Um, But I mean, I think that we, since we've grown up here, it's like we know what the school's about. We, um, I mean, I would say we kind of built this school. We started it. <laughs> right. um, Tradition started here. So, I mean, it feels like, I mean, it, this is so cliche, but I mean, it just feels like being back at home. And Are there things that we still do that you did then? The spirit stick was actually made when we were here. Mm-hmm. So that's cool to see that. Yeah. that it's like still that's going. our legacy. It hasn't left. Yeah. Um, I tell my kids all the time it's, it's super weird because... I teach in my seventh period English class. <laughs> that is what I view my classroom as, is Miss Huggins' classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so sometimes I'll get little flashbacks when my students do things that I remember other students doing mm-hmm. in those same desks. It makes me kind of go back to whenever I was a sixth grader, yeah. which is, I mean, it's... And there's so many, like, similarities still today from whenever we were here that it is easy to, like, look down the hallway and just be like, oh, my gosh, that reminds me of the time that this happened whenever I was here in their shoes. So it's been really cool. And so what about teaching with your teachers? So now you are colleagues and you... That has been one of my favorite parts. (laughs) 
Um, because, I mean, Miss Huggins, she was my English teacher, and now we are just constantly across the hall um, talking and hanging out, and it's just been so cool to get to know these teachers that were once teaching me on a more personal level and be able to relate to them so well now. I mean, now I'm just like, I'm so sorry for, <laughs> I'm so sorry for what all I did to you in sixth grade um, because now I understand, but it's it's been great to kind of get those relationships reestablished and start kind of catching up on this time. Yeah, I think the one of the cool things for me too is like I had Miss Huggins as well, and she's my mentor now. But a teacher that I didn't have, Miss Snow, I didn't have her as a teacher. So I knew who she was because you know you know who the teachers are when you're a student. But I never had the opportunity to really get to know her or have that like personal time. And now she is um, like Miss Huggins, like I said, is my mentor. But Miss Snow is always there to offer advice and be a friend anytime that I need someone, which is really cool to know that I didn't really have that relationship before, but now I do. So our last segment is what you love about Spanish for. Okay, so for me, I think I just love how it's such, it truly is a community. It really feels like a family. And no matter where I went or what I joined after high school, Spanish for never left me. And I joke about um, in college, we gave superlatives out our senior year. And mine was most likely to yell, go Toros, instead of SMTTT <laughs> at a Southern Miss football game, which is so true. <laughs> um, that is very true. And I think that the one thing that stands out to me about Spanish 4 is just the um, levels of support that you can find here. Um, I can think of so many situations where just one member of our community, and especially within our school community um, that may have a challenge that they're facing. And I've just seen the whole community come and support that person. Um, and I think that that just says a lot about Spanish Fort. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. That was our sixth grade math teachers. And I just love their story and their roots in the Spanish Fort community. Follow Toros in the Middle, the podcast, on your favorite podcast app so you can get new episodes delivered straight to your device each week. Thanks for listening and have a great day.